The following pre-recorded program is sponsored by Amy Elaine Ministries Incorporated. Get ready to go courageously and live victoriously as you move forward into the life God has prepared for you. Welcome to the Past to Power show with your hosts, Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy, two friends, both devoted wives and moms who have a passion for Jesus and huge hearts for the broken. Amy Elaine is an inspirational speaker, author, and Bible teacher. Latan is an award-winning author, sought-after speaker, and Bible teacher, too. Get ready for some real talk about real life and answers to how you can move beyond Beyond your past to live in God's power today. Now, here's your hosts, Amy Elaine and Latan. Hey, friends, welcome to Past to Power. I'm your host, Amy Elaine Martinez. And I'm your other host, Latan Rolla Murphy. And we have a great show in store for you today. We are talking to Real Talk Kim. Pastor Kimberly Jones, known as Real Talk Kim, travels the world fulfilling her passion and purpose of loving people back. To life. She is a mother, pastor, entrepreneur, mentor, motivational speaker, entertainer, and five-time, soon to be more, best-selling author. Her fifth book, Shut Hell Up, was released in April 2020, and she's got a new one coming out that she's going to talk to us about today. She is using her influence to mentor people all over the world. She has a successful podcast that is reaching hundreds, and she is just an amazing woman. We are excited to have her on the show today, and Welcome to the show. Man, I am so excited to be here. Thank you, guys. Girl, we are the ones excited. Tell us what God's doing in your life today, in these days. Tell us. Man, I tell you what, girls, like last year, starting in March, when all of a sudden we had this crazy pandemic rolling in, and all of a sudden I started watching 41 events cancel, and I'm like, God, what in the world? Are you doing? It was going to be my greatest year ever on the on the road, and I just, you know, what I did? I just stopped and and started reevaluating and resetting, and started hearing the voice of God a little bit more clear. And I wrote, I'm writing another book in the middle of it, and I just revamped. And I think that's what I've learned this year is it may surprise you, but it never surprises God. Well, and that is powerful. Plan. You yeah. know, He's got a plan. He's got a purpose. Um, and if you'll let him, he'll turn your mess into a message. And that's what he did for me. I walked through, I, I was able to stay home with my dad as he transitioned to heaven last year uh, through this pandemic. I wouldn't have been home probably if it wouldn't have been for that. And so, man, I'm, I'm loving it, it. My life don't look like I thought it would, but it's way better. Oh, I it's love that better. so much. Yeah. One thing I didn't say about you is that you have a church, Limitless Church, in Fayetteville, Georgia, and you are the t- proud mom of two boys, oh, Morgan yes. and Lincoln. I'm a boy mom, too. Oh, she is all that and a pot of buttered grits, that girl. Oh, no. I don't even know what I would do. I wanted a girl so bad. I already had her name picked out and everything, and I and God gave me Lincoln Presley instead, and I don't know what I would do. They both work with me in ministry. One sings like an angel, and the other one runs all of my media, and they just make me so proud that I I did that. Me and Jesus, I birthed that. I birthed those two lives. Oh, I love that. I love that. You know, one time when I was on Facebook, I caught a just a Facebook Live of you, and you were talking about a time when you were stumbling up the stairs at night, <laughs> and your dad said. Kimberly, I need you. Did he call you Kimber Kimberly? 
He called me Kimberly. That's what I thought. He said, Kimberly, I want you to lead church worship in the morning, so you're going to need to be able to get up. Can you share just a little bit of that story? Because I, love I loved it. <laughs> I have a story kind of like that. I but love it. Yeah. Yeah. I am the queen of telling everything. I just kind of feel like you tell well, We do the same. <laughs> well, I was actually 36 years old, and I was raised in this religion that said, if you get divorced, you're going to hell on the slip and slide. And, of course, that's the area the enemy decided to fight me in, you know, because I was one of those loud mouth, you know. And, and so it was actually 18 years of marriage and two kids, uh, one week shot 18 years, and I walked through a divorce, two preacher's kids. Uh, let sin come in. Sin took us further than we want to go, cost us more than we wanted to pay, baby. And so I had to move back in with my mom and dad at 36 with my two sons. I literally lost my $500,000 house. I, I mean, it, my whole world literally came crashing down because God will wreck your plans when he sees your plans are about to wreck you. So I had to move back in with my mom and dad, and I was so mad at God for it. I was mad at God for the storms I created. And it was one night I was working at, at Bloomingdale's, and all the girls went out, and we were partying hard. And I just kind of was one of those women that after this marriage failed, I just went crazy because I'd gotten married so young. And so I decided to sow my oats after I had kids. and my, They were at my mom and dad's house, and I went home drunk. And I walked up them steps and knocked over my graduation pictures at my mama's house. I'm a whole 36 years old woman, you know, and I'm knocking off all these pictures going up the steps. And I'm, I'm hearing my daddy getting up Uh-oh. and I hear him walking up the steps and I fall. I, I get in bed and, you know, when you're drunk, you don't really realize that you're really drunk as you are. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just laid there real still. There ain't nobody in my family ever been drunk. You know, my mom and daddy were like, like Virgin Mary, you know. <laughs> And so they, they ain't never seen nothing like this. So girl comes home and I'm just crazy. And I'm laying up in that bed real still and I feel his breath breathing on me as I barely <laughs> open my eyes. <laughs> and I remember my dad told me, he said, baby girl, he said, I hope that you don't have a hangover tomorrow. He said, because you're going to get up and you're leading praise and worship. He oh, said, he said, the devil ain't having you and I'm fighting for you. And I said, oh, dad, I no, I can't lead praise and worship. There'll be a thunderbolt come through that church and everybody will die because of my sin. He goes, oh, no, it won't. But one thing you're going to do, you ain't sitting on that back row another day in your life. You're going to praise your way through. And when I tell y'all something, that did something to me that he didn't judge me. He didn't throw me out. He didn't put me on the back row. He didn't get up from the church and repent for me. That man loved me. and and, And I never walked back in a bar after that. You know what I just thought of when you were saying that, uh, Kim, was uh, when the angel Gabriel called Gideon a warrior before he was even acting like a warrior. He was acting like a wimp. And here's here's your daddy breathing on you in the night as you have stumbled your way up the stairs. And I'm telling you, I could relate to stumbling up the stairs and to daddy breathing on me and calling me something that I was not worthy of being called. And he called you a worshiper when you were a drunk that night. You did girl. And it changed me. It really did. It changed me. And it really taught me how to even parent my own children. But that night was a turnaround for me. I didn't get better all of a sudden, you know, but I, I started pulling myself up out of that depression and that pit. And I started realizing that God went through with me. And as long as God had a pulse, as long as I had a pulse, God still had a plan. And thank God for a mom and a daddy that kept believing in me when I was ratchet. 
not right just yet. <laughs> oh, that's such a good word. You know, what are ways that we can continue to believe in people? How can we put that into practice in our everyday? Not, you know, not just our yeah. our kids, but how yeah. can we do that for other people and love them into the kingdom? Yeah. You know, I started an inner circle, a, ment- a mentorship program, RTK Inner Circle, about in- last October. And when I tell you, God has just given me this, I guess I fight for people because really nobody fought for me. You know, people will ride with you as long as there's gas in the car, but the minute that gas runs out, where they at, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I just really started praying for God to let me love people the way he did, the way he does. And when I tell you I'm watching these people, there are so many people I want to block. I'm like, you are crazy. But I keep on loving them. Isn't that the truth? I don't let them get my spirit. You know, I don't take things personal. I just, I don't take nothing personal. I just, I just keep on praying and keep on believing. Now, sometimes you got to put some people on, on, you know, uh, high uh, alert, uh, on mute. <laughs> yeah, put them you on high alert that you're about say. to mute them. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, you, 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 but but you still love them, and you still, you know, you can still maybe sometimes put them in the balcony, but still love them. <laughs> that really works, man. It's just, it's just, I, I pray, man. Y'all, I pray for everything. I, I, I will talk to God and be like, God. I don't, I, you know, I, I really want my ex to get killed with the train, and I know that ain't your heart. So I need you to help my heart. And God will start softening your heart, you know, if you're yeah. if you're angry, if you're bitter, if you want to get back at them, if you want to, you know, tit for tat with them, begin to pray and say, God, I know this ain't your heart, but my heart is ugly right now, mm. and I need you to heal me. Show me how to heal myself, and he will. Mm. What would you want to say to mamas today who are feeling so discouraged because they're not seeing the fruit of how they raised their children? Y'all, listen, it took me, I didn't preach my very first sermon until I was 40. I'm 48 years old today, and I am here winning the world because my mom and daddy didn't give up on me. Now, my mom and daddy had to be quiet. I think that a lot of times we as moms or dads, we get in, we start nagging and we start, you know, putting a human flesh pressure. You got to, you got to push that plate back fast pray because some things are only done through fasting and prayer and stay keep that tenacity of of not giving up on that child even if they're not doing what you want them to do you keep loving them but don't harass them that that, that's what i've learned is that they don't want to hear it out of your mouth they want to see your actions and how do they see you treating them when you're when they're not doing what what you want them to do and i promise you your kids will come around when people see you showing jesus to them i mean even when they know when they push you to the edge I'll never forget y'all. My son, my my one of my sons, um, I always said, y'all go to jail, y'all staying in jail. And one of my sons got hooked up with the wrong group one night and went to jail for DUI. And I'll never forget that night God spoke to me. And he said, I'm trying to get your son's attention. He said, when this boy comes out, his life's going to be changed. Some things only come through that kid hitting hell, hit rock bottom and finding out who the rock is at the bottom, which is Jesus. Mm-hmm. And my kid came out of there changed. And you know what? It wasn't me harping. It wasn't me, you know, throwing myself down saying, I can't be used to God because of my son. That boy came out a completely different boy, and that boy ain't done it. It ain't done none of that ever again. Well, you weren't calling him loser, though. You weren't calling him. Like, a lot of times I think parents call their kids, like, names, like, thinking that that's going to wake them up. But what would you say they should speak over their kids? Yeah. You know, his dad right now is, is that's, that's why our marriage ended. 
I could have immediately made him feel shame for that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But I didn't. I chose to see the warrior in him, the God in him. <sighs> I, when he walked out of there, he walked in his mama's arms. I wrapped him up in my arms, and I never mentioned it again. But God handled it. I love that. Sometimes we do have to shut our mouths as mamas. Yes, or as wives. I had to do that with my man. I God finally told me, shut up, quit. He said it a lot sweeter than that. But just quit nagging him. I'm going to do my thing. And finally, after 13 years, he came to know the Lord. And it was beautiful. Come on. But when we try to connive our the way that God wants to work in somebody's life, it never turns out. It doesn't work. It's got to be from him and he's so good he is so good and he will always come through just maybe not in your timing you know i got another story whenever i was married for 17 years i told that dude every day for probably 17 years i don't need no man because i was so broken and so afraid that if i (laughs) allowed myself to be soft and let him know i needed him then he would hurt me and i woke up one day and didn't have one so that'll show you what your mouth will do Yeah, yeah. You, you you let your mouth keep hounding somebody before you know it. One day you're gonna wake up and be like, "What happened? Yeah. Your mouth happened." <laughs> yeah, yeah. There is power in the tongue. I mean, the word says that we have Girl. the power of life and death in our very mouths. Man, I've learned. Listen, I have learned. I have learned to let the Lord fight my battles. I have learned not to get stressed out over stuff I can't change. I have learned to pray specific and I've learned to prophesy. Mm. I have learned to watch come, what comes out of my mouth. And you know what? There's proof in the pudding. Mm. If you just watch the fruit that comes from doing what that word of God says, which is speak the promises of God mm. over your children, over your spouse, over your family, it is never too late. It is never too late. You have never done anything too bad that God can't do a U-turn in your life and show out. I love that word you use, revamped. What do you want to say about that? You know, revamped to me is I was 40 years old. You know, I was 40 years old when, when when I got my first, got to preach my first sermon. And it was because all of those times what God was doing in that season was he was revamping me. It wasn't about me becoming anything or becoming who God really created Kim to be. It was unbecoming all of those things that I had become trying to fit into places and fit in with people that I didn't belong with in the first place. And what God was doing is he's revamping me. And he said, at 40 years old, girl, I'm going to open the windows of heaven over your life because you're going to have gotten your flesh under control. You're going to have gotten your mouth under control. You're going you're gonna to have a heart that's like mine. And he said, what, 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 what could have happened, what wouldn't have happened in 20 or 30 or 40 years, I'm going to let happen in eight. And that's what happens when you let God revamp. Revamp just means coming to know who you really are. What do you like? I mean, I spent all my life, y'all, trying to be an Ann Taylor when God created me to be a Betsy Johnson. I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I just was trying to fit in with people and trying to look like every other preacher, approve my point, approve I was smart, approve mm-hmm. I could fit. Haven't you know? we all? Wow. Yes, Preach. girl. And man, that revamp just means you fall in love with you. All of you love all of that person that God created. Every lump, every fluff, every little fat roll, your big nose, your five-finger forehead, you just love you. And then God can really use you. Yeah, something amazing happens when we learn how to love ourselves and see ourselves the way that God sees us. What in the world is your new book about? Girl, it's called Hush Until You Heal. That's what we're talking about right now. We didn't even know it. Uh, Hush Until You Heal. 
our mouth. Oh my goodness. We have to title the show today that Hush Until You Heal. And we'll put the links to your book when you send them so our listeners can order. You guys got to read Kim's new book. And I just put one out in April called Shut Hell Up. Oh, I love the title. Amy and I both loved that title. Yes. So I've got a lot of these books coming out because I was so driven by emotions and my feelings. <laughs> I love it. I'm feeding on people that didn't cut me. And, yeah. You know, and so that, this book's going to be it's going to be game changing. Sometimes we gonna, act more like we came out of hell than the fact that we were made for heaven, right? Come on, girl. <laughs> it's the we, truth. You know, we don't really believe. We believe that yep. God's promises are for everybody else, but not us. That's right. They, God would. Girl, God would still get off of that cross. I'm off of that throne and onto that cross for just me and you. If we're the only ones here. It's amazing it to me. matter what we've done. I'm amazed he messes with me. I really am. And, uh, me too. <laughs> you know, uh, our good friend Tina Tucker Coggins went home to be with Jesus on January 1st. What a shock that was. But she's the one that really pointed my heart to you. Oh. And I'm so thankful for that. And uh, what do you want to say about our friend real quick? What did you see in her Man. life? Man, I'm going to tell you something. She's one of those people, you know, I travel, gosh, I'm in so many events every year, and I will never forget that woman. She was one of those, Tina was one of those contagious women. Yeah, that that's a good word. Just, yeah. Yeah. She didn't have to open her mouth. Yeah, she, she didn't. She stood up there in that, with that mic and got my attention because you could see the glory on her. You could see Jesus on that woman. Yeah, you, you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, well, we thank God thing. for... For her and for how she connects the dots here. And uh, yeah. thank God for you. Amy yeah. and I are Thanks. so honored that you would be uh-huh. on our show today. Our show has just changed names from Real Victory Radio to Pass to Power. And we knew uh-huh. that if anybody could t- inspire our listeners to share uh-huh. their past and let God use yeah. it for power, it would be you. What would you want to yeah. say about that? You know, Pass to Power, man, that gives me chill bumps. That is that is that is a prophetic word right there. You know, if we don't learn to leave our past in the past and stop bringing our past into the future, and we start realizing that God is man, He is the Redeemer. He loves to turn our scars into stars. He wow. loves to turn our woes yep. into wisdom and our pain into pulpit into a pulpit. He's just waiting on us to get to a place where we're okay with it. Yeah, I did it. You know, like Apostle Paul did. He's like, Yeah, I did it. But I ain't no longer that person. Once I came to know Jesus, all old passed away, but I refused to waste my hell. That's what you got to do. You got to get to a place where you realize that if you wouldn't have walked through what you've walked through in your past, you would have nothing to say. If if you wouldn't have walked through that divorce, if you wouldn't have walked through that bankruptcy, if you wouldn't have walked through losing your whole family to that addiction, you would have nothing to talk about. With every storm, there was some crushing that came with it, and that crushing, man, made you oily. It made you oily, and now when you talk, it's produced a passion in you, a passion to see other people come out of the place that you were once stuck. And so, yes, I paint from, from past to purpose. Wow. Past to promise. Yeah. What a beautiful Past to power. Man, your life encompasses that, girl. It does. Yep, I just gave y'all a bunch of more peas. <laughs> you did. <laughs> it does. I mean, you, your life really is about that, and what a living, breathing testimony such a good word from you today and you just wrapped 
does. Up. Everything so beautifully. And we want to give you some time, too, because we know you will and that you do just bring heaven down to yeah. earth with yeah, us a with, the, with a closing prayer. And we just are excited to have had you on the show. And thank you for just speaking into us. I know that Latan and I are sitting I've here. I've been to oh. church. Yes. I feel like I've had revival in my heart oh, today because yes. of your willingness. Yes. Y'all are amazing. Thank you so much. Oh, Father. So, yes. I was just going to say, let's well, pray. pray us out, girl. <laughs> I'm ready to go, girl. Go, girl. girl pray us it. out. Yes. I feel like there's somebody listening today, man. You just, you, you accidentally, you're like, I don't know how I fell on this, but this was for me. You know, I want you just to repeat this prayer. If you just feel hopeless, if you feel lost, I want to, in about two seconds, welcome you into the family of, uh, from your, from your pain, from your past to your power today. Just repeat this after me. Say, Father, forgive me. Allow me to walk in your presence. I welcome you into my life. And I say yes to the promise on my life, to the power on my life today. And Lord, I just feel that little prayer for anybody that prayed that today. Father, I just thank you right now that you are a God that don't make mistakes. Every single person that hears this today, every single person that is even somebody maybe sending the link to them just to hear this today, I pray, God, that you awaken something on the inside of us. Lord, you awaken a purpose. You awaken a passion. You awaken that sleeping uh, sleeping uh, a dream on the inside of us that maybe has gone dormant because of maybe some decisions we made, some expectations that have failed in our lives. And looking in the mirror and we're just seeing nothing but distraught and just just shame and guilt because of maybe we're not where we thought we would be at 48 or 38 or 58 or 38, whatever, God. Lord, I just thank you today that you're giving us spiritual amnesia. That, Lord, we're not going to still cry over the same things that are no longer a part of our destiny. Lord, that anything that walks out of our life, that rejection was your protection. That rejection was your release. So that we can walk into our destiny, Lord, uh, unheld from not being held back from anything that was trying to hold us back before. Father, we today release your anointing on you. You said one will put a thousand to flight, two will put ten thousand. We got three on here that are believing for revival in homes all across America. I pray for the prodigal. I pray for those marriages today. Yes, Lord. Lord, that you are doing a new work on the inside of us. In Jesus' name, we pray, amen, amen, and amen. Oh, that was amen. powerful. Amen. Praise God. Absolutely. Praise God. Kim, we loved hearing that prayer and the power that you have just mm. helped us to just take hold of today to move Heaven forward and walk <laughs> and walk out our lives in yes. courageous and victor- victory, encourage and victory. I can't yes. talk. I'm so moved by your Ooh, prayer. Man. We're going to dedicate this show today to y'all's sweet friend that y'all lost just weeks ago, Tina Ann Tucker Coggins. She was an amazing woman. She She was a worshiper. Yes, and she supported (laughs) our show, and she was just just a beautiful woman. I only knew her for a moment, but y'all... Y'all knew her, and God, we know that heaven is just dancing and so excited. When you said that part, too, about going up the stumbling up the stairs and your daddy speaking over you that you were a worshiper, this ties Uh in so well with Amy. I didn't know Amy was going to dedicate the show to Tina, but praise God for that. You guys, the Lord wants us to be a worshiper first. We cannot have a platform until we learn how to worship him. Yes. 
Kim, how can we connect with you? How can our listeners get connected with you? Yes, just go, man. I'm all over social media. I yes, you are. <laughs> yeah, but also you can go to my website. All of my books are there. Tell you them know. about your live Instagram, too. Yes. So, y'all, just go to realtalkkim.com, realtalkkim.com, and my whole world's right there. But every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 8 a.m., I do prayer and a word at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Instagram and Facebook. So I just kind of get your day started, and we have an incredible time. So y'all join us. Every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yes, ma'am. All right. At 8 a.m. Eastern Time, right? Yes, and if you're in Atlanta ever, y'all can come see me. I preach every Sunday at Limitless Church right here in Fayetteville, Georgia. 10 and 1130. We'd love to have you. We'd love to travel. We just might surprise you one Sunday. We might. Oh, I would love that. Y'all better not surprise me. Y'all better let me know. Y'all <laughs> we will, girl. We, will. Oh, stuff. we love you. <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show today. We had a great time with you. So thank, thank you. you thank you. That was Real Talk Kim. Yes. Love y'all. Love, love you, you so much. And listeners, thank you so much for making Past to Power part of your weekend, part of your day. We know you were encouraged today, and we want to always encourage you to go courageously and live victoriously and go out and do the thing that God is calling you to do and be that person who can shed some light in the dark to other people by sharing your story of your past and how God's brought it to power. We love you guys. You can go back and listen to any of our previous episodes on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube, and connect with us on Facebook and at Instagram. We are at past to power Connect with us there because we love hearing from you. And thank you again for making Past to Power part of your day. We hope you were encouraged by today's episode of Past to Power with Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy. Go to amyelaine.com to find out more about Amy's ministry, including her book, Becoming a Victory Girl. And go to latanmurphy.com to learn more about her award-winning book, Courageous Women of the Bible, and her ministry. Past to Power is a listener-supported ministry outreach. We depend on your prayers and donations. Check out the Victory Movement for ways you can partner with us to reach listeners with the power to go courageous courageously and live in victory. Please join us again Saturdays at 6 a.m. and 4 p.m. for Past to Power. 94.7 FM, The Word.